Good morning. Welcome to the Authentic Rob G Podcast. I'm Rob G, where we are talking about branding, business, and life. As you may or may not know, I have a full-time job. I work 9 to 5, go to a big office building that uh, you've heard me refer to as the box. Got to head to a box. It, it hit me one day when I was inside and it was about midday or mid-morning. I felt like I had to get outside. I felt like I was suffocating. I felt like I was trapped. And I figured, let me go for a walk. So I left the building and I was walking around the building because you can take a nice leisurely stroll around the building. And it's actually a big office complex. There's, It, it actually looks like one big building, but it's a three buildings that are attached somewhat. And as I was walking around the main building that I work in, I kept looking up at it. As I walked around this square structure that I sit in all day long. I looked up one day and I thought, you know what? I had to get out of there because I felt like I was trapped. And as I'm looking at it from the outside, I realized why I felt like I was trapped because it's essentially a big box. You know, it's kind of like a mouse trap. But you ever see this? Not not like the spring-loaded metal thing that comes over and snaps his little back. I'm talking about the thing that he walks inside because there's some peanut butter in there. And, and somehow the thing closes within. And he's in this box. He can't get out. And I thought, yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's a big old box made of glass and metal. They make it look pretty, but essentially just sitting in there and can't really get out so it feels sometimes anyway that's that's my little tangent I'm already off on a tangent I'm already off my routine a little bit but before I get any further I have to say this if you want to see me other places out there on the interwebs catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Authentic Rob G catch me on YouTube my channel a little different format but you can see me there channel is Savvy, S-A-V-V-Y, and um, I want to thank you for listening today. You know, I bring up the subject of the box, and um, it's, it's the first thing I could think of this morning, because I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit unfocused. It's really funny, because last week, it was last Friday, by the way, today is Wednesday, October 10th, 2018. I want to throw that in there, make sure we orient ourselves, because like I said, I'm a little disoriented this morning. Last Friday, I did a morning drive time podcast, and I think it was Friday, I did an evening drive time podcast, and I talked about routine, and keeping a routine so you can make sure that you keep consistency, so therefore you can make sure you're always moving ahead and being productive. And in there, there was a little disclaimer, and I... I said that sometimes things happen and you may not follow the same routine and something disrupts it sometimes. Guess what happened yesterday? Jeez. But it's funny. Basically, right after I give that talk, what happens? I get thrown off by a little thing called a dead battery in my car. You know, you go out to your car, you turn the key, it goes click, 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 click. I'm like, oh man. So, what happens is, that even though I 
I have to report to the box every morning. I do have the ability to be able to work remotely, which is pretty cool. When I need to, I'll work remotely. So yesterday I did work from home, worked my job from home. And uh, because that's I had to take some time during the morning to go get a new battery for my car. What a fiasco that was. So my point in this is I didn't do a podcast yesterday. I didn't do a podcast. I felt like actually the, the thing that I was talking about just a few days before is the thing that disrupted my entire day. The routine got thrown off and so I had to wait till 10 o'clock to go to Costco to get a new battery. Oh, can I tell you this story for a second? Let me just tell you this story because this is just called life. Life is going to do this. Life is a series of pitches. Sometimes you get that curve that you don't expect. So, okay. So, dead battery. No problem. I'll pop on over to AutoZone and uh, get myself a battery, pop it in, and no problem, right? Well, because I was a little thrown off, I told my wife what I was going to do, and she's like, she's good. Sometimes she puts me in check because sometimes I think I know more than I do or that I got it handled better than I do I'll admit it so she says AutoZone she goes you think they got the best prices there she was just asking a question and I was like you questioning me woman I'm the man this is a car battery men know about cars but no I didn't say that out loud because I didn't feel like get a black eye just kidding. She she would never hit me, I don't think. But I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, of course. You know, I've done it before. I've got this got this under control. And I thought about it, and I was like, well, well wait a minute. So what are you thinking? And she said, well, what about Costco? I was like, oh, yeah, Costco. That's right. I don't see. I don't go shopping. I don't go to stores. I don't like going to stores. I don't grocery shop. Um not a male chauvinist or anything saying that's a woman thing, but actually I did grocery shopping for 15 years for a long time um, just because that's what we decided to do. And I decided I was really sick of it, so I'd never want to go in a grocery store again. But I don't go to stores generally. I buy most of my stuff online, get it shipped to me. But this required me going to the store so I thought oh Costco I didn't think about that you know Costco's got everything you can go there and get a car battery some cereal a t-bone steak and a fern plant all in the same place you know it's Costco's crazy that way you never know what you're gonna find walk out of there with a thousand pack batteries and a a generator it's weird so I thought okay I'll I'll just pop on over there what time do they open oh 10 o'clock Sure, okay. Well, it's still the morning, so, you know, I'll, I'll work. You know, I'll, I'll plug in and get into the system and start working my job job. And I wait till 10 o'clock and I go to Costco. And Costco, uh, walk right inside because, you know, they have the, the aisles. It's like the automotive aisles. So they got motor oil there and wiper blades and things like that. All the, the replacements that you need for your car. So I go in and I go to the aisle. No car batteries. I'm like, oh, geez. Maybe they have them at the auto center because that's outside. They have tires. They change your tires. So I go towards the front. I ask the guy. He says, yeah, you got to go over to the auto center. So, okay, no problem. I head over there. I walk inside. The line's six deep. There's only one cash register open. 
Everybody's getting tires put on. I just need a battery to go. I just need to get it and go. Uh, so there's some batteries on a rack over there, and about two people in front of me, there's a guy. He's got a battery for it with himself, and he's waiting in line. Young guy, really, really impatient. So I look for the book. The book that tells you what battery is good for your car. You look up your car, you know, and it tells you. No book. Okay, great. I got to speed this along because now I'm, now I'm throwing off and I really need to get this done. So I figure, well, let me go on my phone, the trusty smartphone, and I look it up and it tells me the number and I look over on the rack and that number's not there, but there's one similar number. It's off by one digit. I thought, well, maybe it's just, you know, the newer model has one less number. But even that, even though there's a spot for it, there's none on the rack. And then I... Change my glance over to that guy, two people in front of me, and I look on the ground, and there it is. The battery I think I need, and he's got the last one. And now I'm going, you know, great. But it's Costco, you know? It's a warehouse. The store is a warehouse, so they got to have a bunch of these things, right? So, okay, so I'll, I'll wait in line and wait patiently. Well, maybe I'll just wait. And then I asked the guy, I said, hey, is that for a Honda? He says, well, it's for an Acura. They're the same thing. And I said, yeah, okay. So that's good news. Like I said, it looks like you got the le- re- the last one. He says, yeah, well, it's a warehouse. They got to have more, right? I'm like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. So then I'm looking up online and making sure and playing around. And uh, line is moving real slow. So um, I'm thinking, how long is this going to take? People are getting tires put on their car. So then the guy... Somebody asked the guy a question about a battery. I was like, okay. And the guy shouts out. The, the clerk goes, hey, anybody else need a battery? And I said, yeah, I do. He goes, uh, okay, you know what you need? I said, well, there's none on the rack. He goes, well, better make sure you got the right one. We'll see if we can help you out here. Take a look at this book. And I go, book? And the young guy goes, why isn't the book out here? You had to make me look it up online. He goes, believe it or not, people steal this book. Really, you're kidding me? People are actually stealing the battery selector book. So anyway, I go in there, I find my car, I go to it, I go, yeah, it's the it's the 151R. He says, uh, yeah, no, you got to look next to it. If there's not a, a fitment code, we don't have it. I look one box over, and sure enough, it's blank. They don't have my battery. There's a half hour right there. I'm like, oh. So, okay, no problem. I pop outside. I get on my smartphone. I figure, let me check a couple of the other stores. So where do I go? AutoZone.com. Yep. First place I was going to go. I figure, well, well, my wife had a good thought, but, you know, how would she know that Costco doesn't carry this battery? Go to AutoZone, plug it in. They're out of stock. I'm like, oh, geez, okay. Good thing I live in the tri-state area. You know, in New York, if, I don't know where you're listening from, but in the tri-state area, you can get anything, any time of day or night, no matter what it is. There is a place to get something that you need, more or less. You can definitely get anything, and you can usually get it at multiple places. So there's many different auto parts stores I could go to. So I go to the next one, Advanced Auto Parts. I looked that up, .com, plug in my car, 
out of stock. I'm like, what? How could it be out of stock? This is a popular car. It's a Honda Civic. Most people, they're all over the road. <sighs> and I'm thinking, okay. There's Sears. Believe it or not, yeah. There's a Sears near me, which isn't so ridiculous. The fact that they're still in business is kind of amazing to me. They're on life support, that company. They used to be awesome. Now they're just they're like a ghost town. But they have an auto center that was always very good. So I go online and I figure, I'll get myself a trusty die-hard battery. You know, if you, if you know anything about Sears, they were known for their batteries, their die-hard batteries in their auto centers. That and their tools, the craftsman tools. So I'll get myself a die-hard battery. Let me look it up at Sears.com. You know, that company is so broke, so broken, their site didn't even work. I, I go through plugging in five different fields. You know, you got to plug in the make, the model, the year, the engine type, all this. Yeah, it takes valuable time. I hit go. Nothing comes up. It's a blank page. I hit refresh. It's a blank page. I hit the back button. It takes me to the home page again. I'm like, oh, great. Ah, you know what? Let me just drive over to Sears because it's right down the road. And I'll pop in there. I'll get the battery. But I'm out, be on my way back into my day. So I leave Costco and I head towards Sears and what do you know when the traffic lights is broken and it's like a three lane three lane road and now they got it down to one lane and now I'm being backed up in traffic trying to get to Sears which is five minutes away and now I gotta wait for the guys to direct the traffic and people people are clueless and they don't know where to go they don't know where to turn where to be they can't can't even understand the guy one woman doesn't even see the guy he ends up throwing his orange flag at her car I was like why is he throwing it you know that's the only thing he's got to say hey there's a man standing here he throws the flag at her car goes over and yells at her because she almost run him over anyway so that was an obstacle I had to wait to get through that should be a five minute ride ten minutes later I pull into Sears park my car right in front of their big glass window and walk inside there's nobody in there I'm like yes I'm gonna get helped right away so I just I walk in all confident because I've been there before and they got a wall full of batteries and I I kind of yell to the guy hey do I just go to the wall and use the selector book to get my battery and he goes no I can help you I said awesome I tell him make model year engine type he goes I know what that is that's a 51R I'm thinking huh I've already been online. It's the 151R, but I'm not going to say anything because I want him to tell me maybe I was wrong. Wouldn't that be funny? And he doesn't find it. And he goes, no, I know it's the 51R. He's still not finding it. He goes, huh, let me check this. Now I'm going, oh, great. He goes, hey, is it that car out there? I said, no, that's my other Honda Civic. I'm kind of a Honda guy. I've got three Hondas. The other one's a Honda Pilot. I like them because they're, they're dependable. They're rarely in the shop, except for these little things that go wrong every now and then, like batteries and tires and brakes. So anyway, I said, no, it's not that one. It's a different one. He looks at it. He goes, oh, here's why. I said, what's up? He said, you got to go to the dealership. <laughs> the dealership? I don't like going to the dealership. You know, they're known to be a ripoff. 
last place I would want to go and buy a part for or from. I'm like, Honda? He goes, yeah. And I'm thinking, well, maybe that's why Costco doesn't carry it. Advanced and AutoZone are out of stock. They must not carry it either. This is one of those deals where you got to go to the dealership, and that's how they get you. Then I realized, well, my car's a hybrid. You know, I bought it at one time, and I thought, let me give these hybrid cars a shot. And this car's been nothing but trouble. So it's a hybrid, so maybe that's why it's a special kind of battery, and nobody wants to carry it because nobody wants these hybrid cars. Or at least not this one. This one's not really good. But in any event, now i got to drive over to the dealership. Ugh. So I call him first because, of, you know, I like to call ahead and make sure that the trip I'm about to make is going to be a successful one. Well, I didn't call ahead at Costco, so that cost me. But I called the head of the dealership. Hey, yeah, we got five of them. Come on down. I thought, okay, cool. I head on down there. I walk inside. I said, I don't know if you're the guy I talked to, but I need a, a battery for Civic Hybrid. He said, let me, let me check. And he goes, let me see if it's, the system's working. This wasn't working this morning. I'm like, yeah, no, I know. It's been a technologically crappy day. It's having problems with my computer. It's having problems with my phone. I said, I think there's something in the stratosphere. It's affecting all the technology. He said, no, we had a fire. Had a fire. Anybody hurt? I said, no. It's a little small fire, but it took out our computers. I'm like, fantastic. Because now he's got to look it up manually, you know, with a pen and paper and walk into the back room and check. Oh, man. So you see what's happening here, right? You see how after I give the talk on routine and staying consistent... How your whole day can get thrown off by one little thing, like a battery. So he comes back and he says, yeah, okay, we got it. You just got to, I had to manually write up this invoice for you. If you just take it over to that window over there and pay, and then come back and we'll give you your battery. I'm like, okay, great. I'll just walk away from you over to there, then walk on back. You know, like, what a great system. But, hey, their systems are down. So I go over there, girl's on the phone, but she manages to process me pretty quickly. I pay, I go back to the desk. The guy says, here's your battery. I said, great. I grab the battery, throw it in my car, head back home, pop it in. It worked. It worked. Two hours later, what should have been really a 15-minute trip took two hours. And now I'm all messed up. I planned on taking a walk early in the morning, doing my podcast, but I had to get a jump on some work because then I knew I had to leave to go get a battery. I had to do all this stuff. So that was my fiasco of a morning, but I got back on track. And my whole point, I never did the podcast. There was no podcast yesterday because I got thrown off. Because right after you give a talk about routine and how to stay consistent and I'm telling you guys what works for me, well, it just happened to me. So there you go. That's life. That's what we're talking about. So, <laughs> today, that's a really long-winded intro, but today I want to talk about focus because I was defocused this morning. You know, it doesn't take much, which is why I'm so big on consistency. And I believe that focus 
can help make up for hard work in a lot of cases. You can focus, you get more productive. So I was defocused this morning. One thing that did it was the fact that, I don't know, it never my alarm never sounded. Or I didn't hear it, which is really unusual. I'm up at 6.25 a.m. every single morning. As soon as it sounds, I turn it off and I get up. I don't, I don't hit snooze anymore. I used to hit snooze and wonder why I was always tired during the day. Did you know it's, been a, it's a proven fact that if you keep hitting snooze, you'll be more tired? Because your body's ready to get up and you're going back to sleep and then you're getting up again and you're going back to sleep and your body's like, hey, what the heck is going on? thought we were getting up. So you, you, throw, off your, you throw up your body's cycle. Now you're tired and sluggish, so I stopped doing that. 6.25, alarm sounds I get up this morning. It's funny because you know how sometimes when you're sleeping and you, you start to realize you're becoming conscious, you're starting to wake a little bit and you start thinking, but you're not quite awake. You're still kind of half asleep. I remember thinking, boy, it feels late. But it can't be because my alarm didn't sound it. I guess it's probably like five minutes away before the alarm sounds. I'm just going to stay in this state of almost almost awake but kind of sleeping still. And then I heard uh, some dishes clanking downstairs. I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm always the first one up. Now my son's up before me. and I wake up fully, open my eyes, and check my phone. And it's 6.55. I'm a half hour late. Oh, man. Doesn't that throw off your day? So, oh, okay, I'll just get up. And the thing about 625 is it always allows me enough time to get up, wash up, get dressed, eat breakfast, prepare my bag for the day, and have a little time to read, watch some videos. So I'm never in a big rush. I don't like to rush. I like to make sure that I make the most of my time, but rushing usually makes things worse. So I didn't have to rush. I did everything I needed to do, minus the reading, the watching of a video. But I did get a little bit late start and kind of messed me up a little bit. So I was not very focused this morning, which is why the podcast started off a little shaky today too. But I want to talk to you about focus because it was a good opportunity. I was defocused. Now I got to get myself focused. So what's the thing I do? I get right back in routine, but focus is a good subject because this, like I said, most people have trouble focusing. And focusing is not an inherent thing in your brain like it's there or it's not there. Some people focus better, true. Genetics always plays a part in anything of that nature where it has to do with the body. Like I said, uh, said some time ago, you know, my genetics, I'm not genetically a large guy, I'm just a thin guy. It's part of genetics. So I suppose genetically you could be more focused. Some people's brains work that way. Really intelligent people. You know, not me. Not really intelligent. All the test scores told me so. And anyway, you can learn to be smarter. Just be smarter in specific areas. Make up for that. So as I was at the gym last night, <clears throat> I noticed part of my, my day is I, I go late and it's okay. Why? Because I want to make the most of it. So 
5 p.m. to 7, 7.30 p.m. Prime time, gym time. Everybody's there. Everybody, I mean, everybody who owns a membership seems to be in the gym and monopolizing the equipment that I want to use because that's just the way it works. So that would prolong my workout significantly. So now I go later. Check this out. People think I'm nuts. I go like 8 30, 9 o'clock at night. It, it works. What can I say? But more or more so, I make it work because I get in there and I can focus because I don't have to wait or change up my routine unexpectedly because somebody's at the equipment because it's so darn crowded. By 8 30, place is pretty well cleared out. But there are the same people that are always there. They're there at the same time. People, and interestingly enough, there's not too many people who are out of shape at that time because if you're there at the gym that time, it means that that's the time you got and you're there regularly and you're getting results. And that, that's more so the case. Eight out of ten people, is they're really in good shape at that time because they're so disciplined and dedicated. And You know, that time, hey, whether you're tired or not, that's the time you can go. But I was able to focus in and not only was I able to hit the routine that I wanted. I did change it up a bit because you have to to get some good results over time. You got to change things up regularly. But I was able to focus in and I worked on my form and I did specific exercises. And this time I only worked on one muscle group. I was just doing chest exercises and instead of doing chest and tries, I did chest. And I just focused in on that. I tell you, I got a great workout. Because I was able to focus. Focus? You ever... Hey, if you're a if you're a guy, you must have done this. Girls don't do this stuff because it's cruel. You know, when I was a little kid, I'd sit on the, sit on the picnic table. We had a picnic table in our backyard. You know, like, like a park picnic table. I guess that was a thing back then. You'd have these wooden picnic tables. It's a seat and a table combined. You know what it is. And I would sit there with a magnifying glass and burn the ants that were walking all over it by focusing the sun's rays into a tiny bright dot that would then burn them and I would find other things to burn because that, that's what you do when you're a little kid when you're a little boy you see you, you torture things I think it's funny you know I I could get that thing focused so well that it would actually burn the wooden table and it would burn designs into the table and burn my name into it my parents weren't too happy about that but that's the power of focus you know if you turn that magnifying glass just a little bit in a different direction it's not a focused piece of light and nothing happens you can put your finger under there and nothing happens it feels a little warm maybe but as soon as you get into that fine dot man you could burn your finger so I was focusing at the gym and I got such an incredible workout. I thought, well, that was awesome because I want to be able to get better results in shorter periods of time and focusing your energy helps you do that. So working on the proper form in the gym focuses your energy, focuses into one area and you get better results. But this is not just about the gym. You know, I like to talk about it. It's part of who I am. And then our company, GenoveseWeb.com, we do branding, uh, branded websites, brand identity, graphic design, 
Uh, we we have a, a focus in the fitness industry. We help people who are personal trainers and competitors, uh, events and organizations, teams. We help them with their branding needs and their website needs. So it's kind of it's part of my life. I've rolled it all together. But you got to focus in with your productivity too. So last night, you know I. I keep relearning the power of focus by when I get unfocused. I realize how important focus is. So last night I'm at home in the evenings after dinner. And, you know, I have my business that I work outside of my job. And I was, I was doing some sketches as I do a, doing a brand new website for our company. Uh redoing the whole thing and I'm just getting the concepts down with pen and paper sorry pencil and paper pencil and keep getting interrupted while my family needs me they have questions so I pop in the earbuds and they know that's the signal don't 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 interrupt me because I'm in a, a zone I'm focusing but somehow because I don't like to say no to my family because I don't want to be the absentee dad. You know, the dad that's always there, but he's checked out all the time. He doesn't hear you. He doesn't listen. I'm, I don't want to be that guy. So they interrupt me, and I smile and say, what can I do? And I realize, man, I am not getting anything done. Not getting anything done. So I'm being unfocused, and it's interrupting my time. So... I take care of all our needs, and then I have to make the announcement. Hey, I'm jacking in with the earbuds. i got to get something done. So please give me some time. Does everybody, anybody need anything? And they all collective no. I'm like, okay, thank you. And they just kind of roll their eyes a little bit. My wife thinks I'm a little bit... She thinks I'm a little bit OCD. She thinks I'm a little bit... A little too neurotic about things. But... We're very different personalities, and she doesn't get all this this esoteric stuff. You know, this brain stuff and how the brain works and ways to, to hack your productivity. She believes in just getting down to it, getting the hard work, and stop thinking so much. <laughs> she's awesome. That's what, She's Lucy, so every, every day is exciting, and she's constantly losing her phone and her keys. So, you know, I don't rib her anymore. I've never lost my phone or my keys because <laughs> it's just it's how I work my life so that I don't waste time. So focusing in is something you really need to master. So what do you do to focus in? You know that losing focus causes you to lose time. When you lose time, you know you're you're really not running your race. That finish line gets further away. You have to be able to be productive within a certain window of time. You can break it down to a day. Because if you lose a day's work, it sets you back. I know there's always tomorrow, but there's really not. There is no tomorrow. Remember Rocky? There is no tomorrow! He's right. There's only today. You only got today. You're not promised tomorrow. So right now. So what are you doing to help focus in? I got to put my earbuds in. I got to put on music. You know, I was 
reading something by a actually pretty famous guy in the fitness industry and he was saying he doesn't one of his tips you know who it was it was John Cena the wrestler John Cena one of his nine tips I don't know why he had nine tips and not ten but he had nine tips I read on Twitter one of his tips was I don't listen to music I like to focus in when I'm working out and I like to be able to be inside my own head and making sure that I'm focusing and I thought wow if I didn't have music I can't focus in because I'm distracted by the music in the gym the people that are talking on their phone the people that are talking to one another the sounds of the other machines the weights dropping I get distracted very easily I thought without music it's going to be a little tougher for me I'm very easily distracted how about you you got shiny object syndrome <laughs> like I do something catches my eye I have to I look at it I'm a, you know I'm a visual guy I'm in the visual business visual visual stimulation it's important to me it's what I do I notice things and I notice the way things are designed and I notice the way things look and how it comes across to me that's what I'm that's what I do branding is about how something makes you feel what you say about it that's what branding is it's that whole experience so without music I can't focus in so I like to put on some music turn it up just enough to drown out all the other noise that's how I focus in I thought well isn't that interesting big guy like John Cena famous athlete a bodybuilder of sorts and he says, no music, I need to focus. And I say, yes, music, I need to focus. So you got to find out what works for you. Don't be confused just because there's opposing opinions by experts in a, fee- in a particular field. You have to be able to discern what works for you. So that tip, not good for me. How about you? This is how far... I have to go to focus. When I am at the gym, when I am being creative, in order to focus all my mind's energy, you know what I do? I close my eyes. I close my eyes. I sit there with a pencil and paper and I close my eyes and I I design my mind first. I I go to the place in my mind that it's almost like I could just move around and think freely and without anything else distracting me. My wife goes, hey, are you sleeping? She thinks I'm sleeping because I'm sitting there with my eyes closed in the chair. And I go, no, what makes you think I'm sleeping? She goes, well, your eyes are closed. I'm like, I'm thinking. <laughs> Another thing she thinks is weird. <laughs> but it is weird. Why? Because I do the same thing in the gym. When I am doing my exercises, I close my eyes. I have to. I'm sure I look very strange. Closing my eyes, working out with my eyes closed. And I sometimes open them so I can just check the form a little bit, making sure that I'm doing it properly. 
But if I don't close my eyes, remember how I said I get visually distracted? I have shiny object syndrome where if something catches my eye, I look. I don't close my eyes. I'm looking at people. I'm looking at their shirts. Because also, I'm noticing what people are wearing. It's part of my business because I want to see what the trends are. Because also, I want to come up with a line of shirts myself for to to rep my own brand so I'm looking at what people are wearing and I'm thinking about ideas I get ideas by looking around and I get ideas for my own stuff so that's good (laughs) but if I need to focus I need to focus otherwise I waste time so I close my eyes in the gym put on the, the earbuds and I zone out I'm in my own world I have to. Is, that, is any any of you feel that way, where you feel like you're you got that shiny object syndrome, and you gotta somehow get over that? Look, you've got to hack your life sometimes. Some people think, well, you look weird when you close your eyes. Yeah, so what? It helps me. So you have to do things most people think are weird. So what do you do to focus? I want to know. Tell me what you do. Because. You know, we can't really waste time. And I talk about this thing called time compression. And time compression is really a concept that says that you can achieve more in less time. At least the same thing in less time than you're doing now. Through a series of methods and techniques that seem too micro if you looked at them one by one. But when you put them all together, they actually equal a very strong life hack and time hack. It's kind of like, I've, I love this analogy. Have you ever heard this analogy? Have you ever? I used to do this in elementary school. The boys used to do this. We used to take a pencil, a number two pencil, and weave it between our fingers and then we break it by just slamming it down on our thigh. And we thought that was funny, breaking pencils. Then you try it with two pencils and see if you could do the same thing. Break it over your knuckles with one hand. Two is hard. <laughs> but one, every boy could do it. Most every boy. Why? Because one pencil is easy to break. Hey, if you took a, you ever snap a pencil with two hands as an adult, you get angry or you just, hey, you want two pencils, you only got one, so you break it. <laughs> pretty easy try holding 20 pencils and breaking it with two hands using all the strength you got you can't do it it's still a pencil right yeah but 20 pencils becomes one huge thing that you can't really break it it becomes a very powerful thing so it's all those micros bound together that make it one strong element and that's what this is all about with these with the with time compression and these little hacks that I'm talking about in order to focus. You have to be able to do that because you don't have time when you are building a business and working a job. You know, some people think I'm a little uh, little extreme, I suppose. Why? Because I have a 9 to 5 job with a 45 minute to an hour commute every day there and back. We're a family of six. I got two in college, two at home. Got a wife, I got a home. 
got cars to maintain, house to maintain. I'm building a company outside of that, which is even on its own full time is a feat. I read, I watch videos, I consume content, I produce content. I have a blog, a podcast, a YouTube channel. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. I'm doing all these things. How can I do all those things? Just one person. I'm just one person. And still move ahead. I'm telling you, you've got to learn how to focus your energies and focus into the time you have. Because I talk to people who just have a job and a half hour commute and they can't seem to get anything extra done. And I know why. I don't judge anybody. I have my own race to run. You have your own race to run. So don't compare yourself to anybody else. I don't. I don't ever compare myself to anybody else. Nobody's running my race but me. So if I got to do weird things or, you know, 57 different things a day in order to hit my goals, so be it. But if you want to really focus your energies, because maybe sometimes you're unmotivated, because these people that I'm talking about, really, they're just not motivated. I'm highly motivated. By the way, that's not a hardwiring. I'm not naturally motivated. I was lazy for many, 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 many years. That's a whole topic. How do you get motivated? Well, I'll tell you real quick. You must have a really, really strong answer to the question, why? Why do you do what you do? I know why I do what I do. And yesterday it was, it came in my face again. I was home. During the day, my wife's home during the day, and I was. She, she asked me a question. I forget. It was something along the lines of, um, "Oh, she said to me, she goes, you know, it's funny how some people can only think on one thing at a time." She goes, and and I can. I find myself thinking about multiple things a lot of the time. I'm thinking about what I'm doing now and what I got to do later and this person and I got to do that and I got to do that. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard this. I don't even know if it's true. I think so many people say things, say a thing sometimes that we think it's true because we've heard it so much. But I've heard it said that women can juggle many thoughts in their head at the same time, whereas men cannot. Somebody said women are multi-plane thinkers and men are singular plane thinkers it's like the, like men are cavemen you know make fire that's it hunt food that's it or women are great multitaskers by nature so this is the thing that's been purported to be so maybe it is maybe it isn't I don't really know but that's what I said to her I said so like that thing where women can think of many things and she said yeah and I said well you know, I don't really think of many things because multitasking is a myth, by the way. Multitasking has been proven not to work. And if you think you are getting good at it, you're sadly mistaken because you cannot. You, your productivity has been proven to significantly be reduced when you multitask. Because of the, in, real, real, in short, 
because you stop doing one thing, you got to start doing one thing, another thing, and you've got to reorient yourself, ramp up your energy to focus, and get the momentum again. And just the little starting and stopping hampers your productivity. So anyway, so I said, no, I don't do that. I just like to, I do think of other things, but I, I push those thoughts out or I just write it down real quick and I get away from it. You know, I, I'll write it down if it's really important, if it's a really good thought, and I get away from it really quick and I focus back in on my thoughts. But for the most part, I've trained my brain to only focus on one thing at a time because it's so powerful. And I said, you know, sometimes when I'm working from home, though, I do understand this, that working on a, a singular task for a period of time, for me, after a while it becomes it's too much. i got to do something else because I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting fatigued on that one task, that one mental task, and, or I've hit a creative roadblock and I, I can't go anymore. And you can't force yourself sometimes to do something mentally that your brain's not just ready to do. So I go do something else and I say, yeah, I'll be focusing in on mental activity for like an hour straight. And then I kind of run out of steam a little bit. And I recognize that if I just go do some brain dead thing, this particularly happens about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, right? You hit that midday slump. You ever do that? You start start bobbing at the desk and your head's falling forward and your chin hits your chest. And you look around and you see if anybody saw you nodding off. Yeah, that used to happen to me too. Sometimes it does. Not Not much anymore. But I said, yeah, so that time of day especially, I'm mentally I'm kind of done and I start doing some boneheaded, brain-dead tasks to stay productive. And I said, like when I'm at home, you know, sometimes when I have a day off from my job and I'm not going anywhere, just going to work on my, my business, I will do that. I will focus in on a mental test for an hour or so and then I'll go do something like break down the recyclables or I'll go repair something something that doesn't take a lot of mental energy that I could just look at it and do it and be done with it and like 15 minutes 20 minutes maybe a half hour and then I can get back and I'm good to go mentally again and so I could become highly productive by compartmentalizing my my time like that and she said oh yeah she goes that, that's great I've seen you do that and I'm like, yeah, I can be really productive and get a lot of things done. She goes, you really need to be home full time. And I'm going to tell you, man, that is my dream. To be on my own. To have that flexibility of time. To not have to ask permission for a day off. To be able to command my own rates and spend time with the clients I want to spend time with. And work on the work that I want to work on. And I'm going to tell you, that's how I stay focused because I want that so bad so bad that I force myself to focus so I can be incredibly productive and move forward quickly and achieve that goal quicker one day just being on my own calling my own shots full time it's going to be a good day told my kids I said we are going to party that day that day when I'm able to say thank you for the job you've given me, kindly give it to somebody else. I just don't need it anymore. It's been awesome, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Very grateful to have my job. 
don't take it for granted. I do good work for them. But all jobs have expiration dates, whether it's voluntary or involuntary. So that's how I stay focused. How do you stay focused? What are you doing? I want to know. Hit me up on Twitter, on Instagram. Show me what you're doing. At Authentic Rob G. Check out some of my videos on my YouTube channel, Savvy. Spike some comments in there. Hit subscribe on that button. Tune in weekly to that. And got some great content coming out there as well. And that's it for today. I want to thank you for listening. This has been the Authentic Rob G Podcast. I am Rob G. Have a great day.